0: The money.
1: Here we go. Money
0: talk. Here comes the money. Money, money, Welcome everybody to the backdoor cover. We are back. Yes, the backdoor cover. With me is the man with the plan, the host, Keith Fleming. I I found him somewhere on the streets and he didn't come back. Or maybe I slipped them like a um, a suitcase of money, or I could have just held his dog hostage, you know. You never know. <laughs> well, or my cat, that. man. Either one of them. You can't hold the cat hostage. They they they're killers. <laughs> <sighs> What's going on, Alan? <laughs> Nothing much, man. Nothing much. Again, as always, if you hear noises in the background, it's typically my heavy footed son running out <laughs> out of his room because it's bedtime. But we are thankfully, well past the age where he would cry in, in the middle of the night and things like that. So we're good. The domestic go. terrorist. <laughs> he is, man. I'm t- I just don't understand. I live in a haunted house. <laughs> but um, Keith will be running the show as always, and, and I will follow up with any gambling tidbits. But we are 100% NFL for this particular show. If you want college uh, gambling lines, college information, check out my... Thursday live stream or Just check um, Check our podcast IBN network on uh, Spotify and Apple Um, you can find Information there I do try to Take the live streams and put them in Audio clips so people can see it so This is primarily um, Audio it'll be primarily um, The night before Tuesday nights it'll be Tuesday nights Uh, We'll record and we'll post it on Wednesdays so lines will change. This is the only disclaimer I will give you. Lines will change. That's just the nature Especially of the beast. Especially
1: after you give your picks. You know, they're so yeah. good. That it'll sway
0: the <laughs> lines because so much money goes on to those. But I will, I will put this tidbit out um, and let people know. I personally try to fade the public. That has always been profitable with the NFL. Uh, right now, if you backed... The public, Uh, let's see So the public is uh, Basically Where the largest amount of the money And the betting is going to If you you Faded the public The public is 11 18 and 1 against the spread If you did $100 per game With the public for the first two weeks You would be down $800 Right now Yeah, they're stupid Teams this year, with 60% or more of public bets, are 2-10 against the spread. <laughs> only the Ravens versus the Jets and the Lions over the Commandos have covered. Doesn't that show how good Vegas is,
1: though? That it's only 12 games in two weeks? So that means it, they're getting the, spread the so close to they're where just, they're making
0: it even. they This is what they want. They're, they're just hustlers. Look, I kid you, if there was, if there was any... Such alien tech It has to be in Vegas These people Whoever sets the line For NFL games It is insane is a math, It's gotta a be Joe Matz I'm gonna ask him We're doing the recap show tonight And I'm gonna ask him If he's secretly working For what well, Tell him to use some of that For his daily fantasy poison <laughs> That is actually Quite unpredictable Unfortunately But It seems like Vegas Is on it man They are absolutely on it uh, I, I had a good one last week um, Which we'll get to When I recap My super contests um, I'll I'll shout that out even though I didn't put it in my super contest. Let's start
1: there then. Let's get into okay. it. Okay. What
0: did you do this week? All right, super contest. I have a, a throwaway lineup, which I will I'll just keep it a buck. I'm gonna call it a throwaway lineup. It's awful. However, in my series lineup, I am now officially seven out of ten. I have cracked um position one thousand and sixty nine Giggity. Who, did uh, you get four and one this week? I went four and one this week, uh, which is absolutely great. Uh the one loss, the one loss was because my pride would not let me pick Tampa Bay and I lost. So that was my only loss picking the Saints. Uh should the, the Falcons. I know. I really I really should have, but uh on the on the pregame show I had said that, you know, if there was any if there was a team to whip up on because you were mad that you got beat so it's bad once it was the Falcons. That's fair. However, however, 10, 10 points is a lot, man. Especially and when you can't run the ball, right? And yeah. close out a game. Yeah, and the Rams don't seem like they care that much. So it just, it was a little hectic. So I didn't play it. Um, Another 10-point spread that I liked, but I didn't play, was the Texans uh, mm-hmm. that also hit. I thought last week the was The Texans. Play. Yeah. So first win, the Giants covered the two and a half against the Panthers. Got a little dicey there. Had my yeah, fingers yeah. crossed. Uh, I I do hate to to back Daniel Jones. Um, but I just don't think Baker Mayfield's good. And I said that in the pregame show. I, it was truly just the fate of Baker. I just don't think he's that good. The they won that
1: game without Barkley really doing anything too. Yeah, he didn't Which do anything crazy. at all. It
0: just shows your point. Yeah. Yeah. The second game was was actually um, information given to me by Ronnie. Uh, before the podcast Or during the um, the pregame Jacksonville Jaguars Covering um, against the Colts I did not know that that line had got As high as four That's crazy. Given that the Jags have like A really good history against the Colts Matt Ryan as you can attest to Is not a good quarterback on the road He's just never been Especially good... not
1: without Michael Pittman
0: Yeah And um, Leonard was out Buckner was out uh, two key defensive cogs uh, in the run game Jags Now the best had, two receivers were actually out Yeah, And the Jags had publicly said They were going to emphasize running the ball more But it didn't really need it Because Sunshine was balling Um, Actually he graded out the highest um, The highest quarterback on uh, PFF which...
1: Yeah I've been telling everybody all summer That uh, it was a mulligan last year If you really look at the whole Urban Meyer situation From beginning to end I mean, it would have been impossible for him to have a good season. And he's one of those can't miss prospects, which we don't have those often. Yeah. Uh, and I wasn't concerned at all. And I like the moves they made. I know we made fun about Christian Kirk, but look, he's balling. And he's exactly what that offense needed.
0: He's throwing the ball to him 15 times a game, which is yep. incredible. <laughs> but he'd he be catching that thing, too, man. I, I mean, even I Evan Ingram
1: has been effective, which is
0: another signing that, you know, a lot of people questioned. I, I actually doubled back and took the Jags money line, so I mean that that was a pretty good game for me. I put it as my um my play of the day for um for uh, that that afternoon game. My actual play of the day, I'll get to um or the play of week two for me, I'll get to in a second. Um, let's see, my next win again, it's never easy. The Cardinals covered the five and a half. Against the Raiders. In you were the most, never worried, were you? <laughs> oh, I mean, no. I, I knew I was going to get a backdoor cover because that's what happens all the time, right? That's literally what we named the podcast for, for games like that. Uh, I had mean, something you played, and you know about a lot.
1: Is there any chance on that 22-second play that there wasn't a holding if the rest were looking?
0: Because in 22
1: no. seconds, in an offensive lineman got a hold. For like a
0: quarterback listen set. to me, listen to me, listen to me. We we constantly ask for refs to swallow their whistles at the okay. end of the games. You that's you fair. You leave that alone. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> you leave you leave that alone for the people like me. Because but I you were the that. one that told me that, you know, if the ref looked hard enough, there's holding on Oh, Hell point. yeah. There's always holding on. Uh, especially if you got elusive quarterbacks like Kyler Murray, because you don't know where he's going anyway. Right. So you yeah, you know, it's definitely a lot of that going on. But um, Cardinals outright won. Um, I actually had the car- I had a underdog parlay. Uh, it was I think it was four teams. It was the Cardinals, the Cowboys, the um, the Jaguars, and the fucking Saints. Oh, I know, man. It it hurt. <laughs> it hurt. I was I was.
1: was that a money line or just? Yeah, they were the all under- money line. I Whoa. Was what was the odds? The odds
0: were like. Um, I had put $10 on it. I was going to win five grand. Oh I, was, my God. I was literally waiting, waiting. Cause when the saints were up like three, nothing, God. I was like, if the Saint in my head, I was like, if the saints win this game, I'm just going to cash out early. Cause <laughs> I going a lot. I didn't have a lot of faith in the Cowboys winning outright. I had faith in them covering. And that was what I thought was my call of the week right there was going with the logic that in, in the situation where you have the backup come in in the middle of a game, It it usually doesn't go well for a team like with somebody like Cooper Rush. You throw Jimmy G into a game. He is 2-0, though. Yeah. You throw Jimmy G into a game, in the middle of a game, it's fine because he's a vet. Cooper Rush, not so much. However, if you give Cooper Rush a week, he can do some damage. He can do some damage, especially if he's at home and he's given a, a, a touchdown or more against a team like the Bengals who can't protect their quarterback against a defense that's aggressive and at points with um Mike is amazing. with Michael Parsons. Yeah, he's yeah. amazing. Like I, I literally said um at one point that I would be willing to put money behind Michael Parsons and the defense to keep this within a touchdown. And that's essentially what happened. Obviously, having them outright win again, I did not have a lot of confidence in that. And if the Saints had won, I definitely would have cashed out early and just been like, you know, it is what it is. But um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that, which which absolutely sucks. Um, But I'm gonna try one of those crazy parlays. Um, Damn Tom Brady, man, he'll 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 mess things up for you. I'm speaking from experience. Tom Brady and the damn refs, man. That (laughs) and that go ahead drive at one point, bad. Yep, it was penalty every fucking time and i'm sorry losing evans this does, doesn't hurt the bucks as much as losing Lattimore hurts the face <laughs> i was so bad but i i get it man i i've been in situations like that where there's a guy that you just can't stand and latimore is the core. court yeah, goes back like four years doesn't it yeah he's the finnegan of of nate evans, or nate <laughs> evans of michael evans existence like he lived and he to to his credit latimore owns evans like he does well against Evans, yeah. which I'm sure. Last year he had sixty yards over two games. But he he just yap, 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 man. And he's not a big dude either. And then he come off like, you know, he tried to pull this tough guy stuff. Like you could tell when Evans ran across the field, he didn't care that other dudes was talking. He wanted Lattimore. Yeah. way he hit him was hilarious.
1: It's like when the batter charges the mound, right? After yeah. the pitcher, it's like it's gonna get broken up, but I'm gonna get in something here.
0: My play of the week last week. Uh, the one that I put the most on, and the one that I just knew without a doubt was my play of the week. Eagles covering the two and a half against the Vikings on Monday night. If you gamble consistently over the Her last cousins, four years, yeah, you about on, primetime Kirk, baby. I um, if you check out our pre preseason show I did with Joe, um, I even talked about fading the Vikings in this spot just because. Of Kirk Cousins, I said no matter what the line was, I didn't care what the line was, I was gonna pick the other team if he if he's got a Monday night game and having the Eagles um with with under a, a touchdown, I mean with under a field goal was was, I mean if if there was ever a layup line given a trend like that was definitely <laughs> one of them man like. Well, I don't you agree to their shot. defense
1: is is gonna be pretty good this year and after the way they played against Detroit, I just expected them at home. Uh, You know, forget the Kirk Cousins part, just to come out and really show. Because they got talent on defense.
0: Yeah, they're, they're a good unit. Um, What I noticed mostly yesterday um, was just I felt like they were just so prepared for the game. It seemed like their game plan that they had to attack the Vikings was very well thought out. Vikings had literally no answer on any part of the game. Offense, defense, special teams, they were just totally outcoached. And the Vikings have a, a first-year head coach. This mm-hmm. was his first road game. That can be a, a a little bit of a learning curve uh, for him as well. So, They've been I popping mean, champagne bottles all week after they went over to the Packers. Everybody's yeah. saying he's the smartest coach in the world, and yep. and um, and he still happens in prime yeah. time. So. Yes, so, you do. But that is a recap of my um of my week. Well, congrats I on four and one, man. I know, right? Next week I'll be one. Let's and go four five and, five
1: and, and zero. No, we'll go three, <laughs> two, four and one, five and zero.
0: <laughs> I know, I need some 5 oh. So, um, I wanted to take this time to announce that, you know, for the people who kind of care, I will be entering into the um, Westgate contest next year in Vegas. Um, I actually haven't told my wife about it either, but I'm going to tell her. Um, I'm going to try to fly out there, put my $1,000 down on my little ticket, and and I will be competing uh, against, like, real pros, you know. Is that five? Is that also five games each week? I believe it is, um, from what I've I've read about it. But if not, I don't care. I'm ready, bro. I've been I've been doing the my bookie contest. How do you for, turn for in your picks years. then? Because don't you have to be in Vegas or no?
1: You probably can do it online. I'm sure. Okay. Or mail it in. I would find that out for sure
0: though before. I mean, it's 2022, man. If I gotta be, if I gotta fly I'm out Vegas, I'm not disagreeing. I'm if just I gotta saying fly that Vegas every week. I- I'll just, I'll just hit up my, um, God mother and get butter. There you go. Yeah. I was just we will, we will make it work even, even if, cause she flies for free. I might just pay her some side money and she go out there and make my picks for me. She'll be my bookie, <laughs> but, uh, all of our, all of our lines typically come from mybookie.ag. They are the official sponsor for our group, um, at, um, IBM, uh, if you join my bookie, if you haven't joined it yet, if you join my bookie, use promo code Sports. you get a nice little um, payout as well as a match to your first um, your first deposit. So my bookie's pretty generous with some of their lines. Um, example, the other night, um, I do believe they had the Bills at seven and a half as a favorite, and everybody else had it at ten. So, if um if you're smart, you can cash in on some of these really soft lines. Uh, they, they, I really don't think they cap it as as tight as other sites. So, um I've had great experiences with them, payout wise and and customer service wise. So I still support it. All right, let's get the payout into- wise though, is because you're good at gambling. So yeah, hey, you know <laughs> this no this year this year. Was the first time that I, because I, we got Fanduel in Virginia now, and I go to MGM like on a regular basis. So I haven't used my bookie as much money wise as I have in the past. And it was the first year uh, since they sponsored us that they didn't give me complimentary Survivor contests and uh, Super Contest uh, tickets because I did I didn't meet their quota. I spent my entire March Madness at MGM. That's why. Usually, that's when I spend the most money, but I was at literally physically at MGM for all of March Madness, so I I, I failed them. But I either think way, my bookie's going to be okay. Yeah, my bookie's a great, great site. So, week
1: three, let's get right. it. So, Thursday night, we were spoiled. Weeks one and two, we had the Bills versus the Rams. Very exciting. I know the game wasn't great. Matchup. Chargers Chiefs, week two. Well, this feels more like a normal Thursday NFL game we got the Steelers led by Mitch Trubisky going to Cleveland, uh, you know, <laughs> Jacoby Brissett. Browns favored by four and a half. I personally feel like this is not enough. The Browns, are, I think, are a really good football team. And I, maybe I'm crazy, but I think the Steelers would be better starting a rookie Kenny Pickett right now than they would starting Mitch Trubisky. I watched a lot of that game because it was the only game on TV at 1 o'clock versus the Pats. He's awful, man. Like I mean, He's awful. and I hate to say that, but I mean, you got Pickens, Johnson, Claypool, Harris is a great back, and just I saw a lot of really bad throws. I think the Browns are going to eat on Thursday. Uh, I know we don't want to take a
0: ton of favorites early in the year, but I, I would take the Browns to cover. What about you? Uh, as the season stretches on, on Thursday night games, you tend to see. I would, I would think you would tend to see. Uh, more covers by the home team i've i've been trying to figure out the window for when that trend typically flips um what was the game last thursday last thursday there was chargers Chiefs. chargers chiefs yeah i took the chargers i took the chargers to cover uh some of it was scheme wise because they play uh, more zone uh and they keep safeties back which is what you need uh, they got Derwin James to match up against Kelsey's, which, which you know, he showed that once he suplexed him. But that's what you need. Um, I, I think if that had been later in the season, I probably would have went with the Chiefs because of the travel, the quick turnaround, things like that. It tends to make teams, visiting teams, more uh, susceptible to not covering. Um and the games so, are
1: sloppy typically,
0: yeah. right? And we've had some weird stuff happen on Thursday nights yeah. as well. So I'm going to I'm going to say in my mind that we give a team we give this trend a month. So the first four Thursday night games, you have some flexibility, some wiggle room to take the Road Dogs if you feel like the Road Dogs can cover. I'm not sure that I want to back the Steelers here because Mr. Bisky's limited. He's going against a crazy good defensive pass rush. The Browns absolutely embarrassed themselves last week they had a 99 percent win probability at the two minute mark up 14 and lost the game so again absolutely i think it's the first time
1: in nfl history somebody's had a 14 point lead with a minute 50 or whatever left and lost the game it's the type of game that would make you call out the work the next morning for sure for sure. I've had, I've had a few of those as a Falcons fan. I know how they feel. And, and it was important, too. Like, it's so important for the Browns to get wins because I think we can all agree, looking at this team, when Deshaun Watson comes back, forget the off-the-field stuff. They're going to be dangerous. I mean, they got receivers. They got running backs. And uh, it hurts to have a loss to the Jets, especially led by Joe Flacco, uh, that you had won.
0: Right. Hey. I kind of disagree with the Watson thing because I don't think he's as sharp. I think it's going to take some time. But once he gets sharp.
1: But Don't I you mean, think he's, he's better than Jacoby Brissett
0: even if he's rusty? I mean, on the limited preseason stuff I've seen, no. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I just need to see a little bit more. I mean, the guy's been out the game for over a year and a half at this point. So it should take some time. Like, it, it'll come back to him within three or right. four weeks probably. But um, Jacoby's good in spots. It's it's also no travel. They're they're home again. Like this isn't like they were on the road and then they got to come to Cleveland themselves. They've been in Cleveland this whole time. Let me get the Browns to cover. That's maybe if mean. the
1: Steelers had Watt, right? I'd feel a little bit more comfortable about.
0: This. If the Steelers had Watt and a quarterback that I didn't think would would limit <laughs> himself, um, yeah. But uh, division game four four and a half in the division game is a lot. But I, I really think that we're going to start seeing that that Trubisky decline coming.
1: Yeah, play picket. I'm interested to see what he's got. Uh, Next, we got the one o'clock slate. The frisky Houston Texans travel to Chicago. The Bears, typical Vegas line. They're three-point favorites. Um, You know, the Bears' one win, obviously, was in a a game that really you can't take anything from. It was a monsoon uh, in San Francisco. I I lean – toward taking the texans uh in the points just because i i don't think either of these teams are good i think they're pretty even overall and i would take the points uh and not to mention that that bears offensive line is so bad uh and they might be able to run on the texans but so far they've been okay against the run they struggle more against the pass uh so i would take the, the texans and the points
0: Underdogs during games with totals lower than 42 are now 89, 55, and 4 against the spread. That's 60% since 2018. Of the four games that fit that bill, I just gave you the Steelers to cover. They were one of the games. Uh, There's the Panthers versus Saints, the Texans versus Bears, and the Cowboys versus the Giants. I like the Texans to outright win. Um, I think that's a, a good risk to take i think that um davis mills can take advantage of a of a bears defense that lacks a, a pass rush a dominant pass rush put it that way lacks a dominant right. pass rush yeah. i think that the texans secondary can take advantage of receivers who don't necessarily get a lot of separation i think the texans uh secondary is um is a tad bit underrated
1: or a team that doesn't throw the ball. I mean, I think yeah. the Bears are averaging like 12 passes per game.
0: Yeah, that, that'll that help, too. Um, the weather conditions shouldn't be that big of an issue. But um, during the first eight games of the regular season, these types of underdogs that I just mentioned are 43-22-1 against the spread. That's 66%. Wow. That is ridiculous. And if you're wondering where I'm getting this information from, Action Sports, uh, it's an app that I use. It's a pretty uh, good app with some good information this is all part of their week three trends right up. Um, I think it's some good information to throw out. Preseason, I had the Bears under five and a half wins. They snuck one in on me against the <laughs> Niners, which is fine. That happens. Right. But um, if, if in my opinion, if I am to stick to that, then this is a game that I have to take the Texans to win as well. Um, and so I want to take my points with the Texans. I might even throw them in my super contest.
1: I like it. Uh, we got a loser leaves town match next. The 0 and 2 Las Vegas Raiders versus the 0 and 2 Tennessee Titans. Again, I'm a little surprised that Vegas is only favored by two. The Titans have looked pretty bad. Awful. yeah. In awful. two games, uh, the Raiders should have won both their their first two games. Uh, they really blew two very winnable games, particularly this last week. I mean, that was that was awful. Uh. I think the Raiders are a fringe playoff contender. They've got to win this to get back into that because they're in that loaded AFC West. Um, I'll give the two points, take the Raiders. If it was three, I might stay away from this game, to be honest, just because, I don't know, after what Vegas did with the lead the last two weeks. Eh, but uh, at two points, I'll take the Raiders, and uh, hopefully they can finally put it all together, get that first W of the year.
0: Yeah, um Teams that are 0-2 straight up have gone 55-40 and 40 and won uh, in week three, so that's 57.9% against the spread. Um, teams that are 0-2 both straight up and against the spread have won at a 62% clip. That's crazy. So this is the game that kind of throws you in a in a, in a, <laughs> a bit of a s- scenario because both the Titans and Raiders fit that those those trends. So like you said, loser has to leave town. One, somebody's got to win. Somebody's yep. got to win. When I – me personally, when I look at situations like this, because the quarterback position is so important, I typically go with the team that I think has the better quarterback. Uh, And, I I mean, as much as I hear Ronnie make excuses for Ryan Tannehill, he's just not better than Derek Carr. Um, And sometimes Derek Carr will look like David Carr. Um, Yeah, he's underrated. I think Carr's a
1: really good quarterback.
0: He just just needs to put a game together, man, like a whole game. If he puts a complete game together – He's he's a he's a good quarterback. It's just he just can't consistently do that. But being 0 2 man and and with this Raiders team, I, I know they're not gonna give up. They're not gonna pack it in. This Titans team is I think they're they're close to giving up on Ryan Tannehill as a team.
1: Well, I mean like, Malik I, Willis played right in the, yeah. the game last night. I don't think we're too far from seeing more of him.
0: Yeah, so um Raiders also have a better pass rush. Uh Titans defense just can't tackle anybody to save their life.
1: In their, in fairness, they've had some injuries. They lost their best pass rusher. They've had a corner miss a couple of
0: games. I, I hear all that, so let me get the Raiders laying now, it with you. the Raiders, the the road favorite, which is obviously not the the safest of bets typically. But I'm going to go with the Raiders here.
1: All right, next we got the Chiefs at two and O versus the Indy Colts. My man Matt Ryan, Whew, it's looking rough. Uh, they are 0-1-1. They had that weird tie with the Texans week one. The Chiefs are giving up six and a half points. And I know this is going to sound crazy, but I'll take the Colts and the points. And I would not be surprised if they win this game outright. I just think that they are better than what they've shown the first two weeks. The Chiefs have had a tendency... uh to lose games, it's kind of shocking over the last couple of years, and I, I expect a heavy, heavy dose of Jonathan Taylor in this game. Uh, I definitely take the points, and I seriously might consider taking the money line because I think it'd be pretty good with you know six and a half points.
0: I think the contrarian bet would be to take the points with the Colts, and I agree. Um, Again, yeah, teams zero and two, man, or actually, sorry, they're zero and one and one, but. I, like I said before, I expect Matt Ryan to play better at home. This is their first home game. They've been on the road for two weeks.
1: But uh, then we will
0: be back. Yeah, this is definitely a, a bounce-back spot for them. Even if they don't outright win, I still expect them to keep it within a, a field goal. Six and a half is a lot. It'll, with the with the amount of action that, that they're getting um, on the Chiefs, it'll probably bump up to seven. If you're looking to take the Colts by your hook, keep it at seven just in case of a push. Yep. It's one of the things you taught me. All right, next. I
1: think this is the game of the week. The Buffalo Bills going to face the greatest quarterback in the history of mankind, if you listen to some people, Mm -hmm. Tua. Uh, Buffalo is giving five and a half points. And as crazy as this sounds, I still want to see more from Buffalo. Because last year, when you look at it, from the rear view other than those playoff games they really beat up on bad teams uh almost all their wins versus bad teams i just i think the dolphins getting five and a half at home is too many i definitely take the dolphins to cover and again i would not be surprised if the Dolphins end up winning this game out right now, Buffalo may show me that I am wrong and they really are as good as they've looked the first two weeks. But I'm not convinced the Rams are that good. Obviously, we just talked about the Titans are terrible. Uh, I think the Dolphins are in a good spot, getting almost six points at
0: home. Buffalo has absolutely abused the Dolphins in the last uh, five matchups. They're four and one against the spread in the last five matchups. One of those uh, games was last year when they were favored by 14.5, they still covered. So they covered 14.5, they covered 3.5, they covered as a a 3.5 dog, they lost at Miami in 2020, um, losing outright as a a 5.5 favorite, and they covered 7 at Miami in 2019, um, uh, November 2019, they covered the 7 by 17 points. These covers... Or The closest cover that they had Was last year That 14 and a half They won 26 to 11 As a three and a half favorite They won 35 to nothing As a three and a half dog They won 56 to 26 And then as a seven point favorite They won 37 to 20 So when they have one They whip the Dolphins ass Um, You know I'm a big Josh Allen guy these damn dolphins have burned me twice. <laughs> Actually, the the week one I had them, I had them week one covering the um covering the the Patriots, but they burned me last week because I had I had the Ravens and I was very I was very critical of Tua and and he literally played the game of his life in the second half. I don't think he can do that against this team. I think that the safety play which is something that we don't normally talk about. When you talk about secondary, people think uh, corners. But the safeties of the Bills will be smart enough not to allow Hill and Waddle to do what they want with their speed. They're also very well aware of what Tyreek Hill's speed can do to you when you're not paying attention. And I think that they come up with a pretty good game plan and they cover this number. I was going to say that, you know,
1: just to push back a little bit, they did not have Tyreek Hill for those previous games. Tyreek yeah, Hill had did. seven receptions or more in three of his four career games against Buffalo. They've all happened in the last three seasons. Uh, I think he is a difference maker. Uh, and again, I, I'm not picking the Dolphins to win outright, but I do think they'll cover. I would make that a seven-point spread. Uh, next, the frisky Detroit Lions. Going so to Minnesota. I love it, man. Detroit, I mean, when Jameson Williams gets healthy, and I know it may not be this year, man, their offense is fascinating. I mean, DeAndre Swift is averaging it's like eleven yards a touch. Uh, you know, I'm on Ross St. Brown. has proved he is the real deal. uh and golf's been playing pretty good. Uh, and obviously, you know, we all love the teams that are uh on the HBO show. So But Minnesota is giving six points. And as much as I love these Detroit Lions, I'm going to take the Vikings, give the points. Vikings got housed, uh, obviously, on Monday. I know it's a short week, but I do think the Vikings are for real. I think they're obviously want to win the division, and they cannot stump their toe here. Uh, So it's a big number, but I'm going to give the six points for Minnesota. Who
0: you got? Um. You know, I'm 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 I've come around on meathead, man. <laughs> I like I like the lines and all the points that people can give me with them because every game that they lose typically in his tenure has been by like a field goal. Right. So you're giving yeah, me sure. like they find a way to lose the game at the end. So if you're right. if you're giving me six, even on the road, man, um I I would be willing to consider that six. I I gotta I gotta wait a little bit, see see if my line goes up. Um, some but uh, I don't Foresee them losing about more than a touchdown I don't think that the Vikings defense is Good enough to to do what Needs to be done to to Disrupt the Lions offense Lions have run the ball Really really well as you pointed out As well and I think that's going to give The Vikings some fits teams that run The ball really well also Tend to control the clock Also tend to control the, the pace Of the game which favors you as a better if you're taking a team with the slower pace, um, a, a run game like you know clock controlling game, and they're giving you points. Sometimes it it allows you to to squeak out backdoor covers and and other things just because you don't have enough time for for uh, uh, a big blowout. So let me get the Lions um, six right now. I watch it all week. I don't think the public is is that hip to the Lions. No, um, that that it will even, like, go higher than that. I also think Vegas is hip to the Lions losing very close games, and they're probably not going to want it to go up any higher than six.
1: Uh, I think we'll learn a lot about the Vikings coach this week, uh, DeBall, because it is, uh, I mean, the Lions' run defense is still pretty bad. Philadelphia week one, I think, ran for, like, 250 yards. Four different guys scored touchdowns. I know the Vikings want to air it out this year, and that's what they've done so far. But, honestly, the best recipe to winning and dominating this game is a heavy dose of Dalvin Cook. I'm interested to see if they do that. Um, Ravens at Patriots. Uh, Lamar has looked really good. Um, the Ravens, obviously, that was that was a bad, bad loss uh, to the Dolphins. The defense, I think, just got wore out and they were not able to run the ball. Uh, is it J.K. Dobbins, is, it, is he supposed to finally play this week? They said he's still, I listed as questionable.
0: I mean, everybody on the Ravens is hurt, man. Um, on
1: defense, me... for sure. Okay, so it actually just says 46 seconds ago, or excuse me, 10 hours ago, um, that, I don't know, they're still being mowing about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say – you definitely won't know anything on a Tuesday about people who are on the injury report um, like that because because he's it's, it's part of their game plan and they try to keep that information as tight-lipped as possible. I like When I'm looking for whether or not a guy's going to play, I check Twitter, check the beat writers. They'll mention if somebody was playing, if they were on the right. bike or something like you know, that. they local
1: reporters, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, yeah. that'll, that'll kind of give you an idea of, of um, what their status is. If somebody's on the bike, on like Monday or Tuesday, if they're dressing out by Thursday or doing walkthroughs, then they're probably gonna play. Um and you know that as a as a guy who does DFS and stuff like that. That's yeah. typically how it goes. Let me get the Patriots I mean not blue. Sorry. Let I was going to say Patriots. what? Whoa. I hate the Patriots. <laughs> I hate the Patriots. Let me get the Ravens. Um there's just no like there's not enough offense in new england i think to stop this patriots uh this uh ravens team but if there you was a say, guy think there's
1: not i watched that steelers game it's pretty rough
0: but if there was a guy who could game plan uh to slow down lamar in that offense it would be belichick i still give him credit for for his prep but i they just don't have the horses man well
1: that's what i'm saying. he's the he's the cook though so yeah he may still have the you know the brain to Put the plays and stuff together, but man, he's put them in a mess. I mean, they spent fifty million on wide receivers and tight ends this year, and they don't have one good one.
0: Yeah, they don't have an offensive coordinator either. So Matt but, Patricia. I, oh my can god. Can I just I know I'm gonna talk about this uh in a little bit later on the recap show. But that that defensive sequence of the last like three drives for the Ravens was just Awful. Excuse my French. It was fucking terrible. It was terrible. But you know, in looking at it, the cover three wasn't working either. That I think that was the sa- a safety issue. I need to check to see if that was Hamilton that was was the issue because he can't cover, and so it might have been him. I have to double check. I haven't looked at the all twenty twos. I just looked at the next gen stuff that right. kind of shows you where people are positioned. That the first Tyreek Hill, they were in uh, touchdown. They were in cover three, and um. They just gave him too much of an inside run, and he just ran by the safety <laughs> in the corner. The the second touchdown is inexcusable, bro. The, the the People saying, oh, the corner thought they were in, like, cover four or something, or he thought he had help over top. It's rare to see the Ravens play cover two in general. So even if they had a safety, he would be in the middle of the field. He's not typically on the outsides. Like, they just don't run their defense like that. And their alignment pre-snap, literally screamed cover zero like the, the, the closest safety to this cornerback that was on hill was 30 yards on the other side of the field man so when the ball snaps and you let hill run by to his eyes are probably yes, the size of the yes, moon one you should never be in press coverage against tyreek hill exactly nobody. yeah two I'm when the it. ball snap and he runs by you you might have heard this before if you're even i'm leaving type stuff like, come on, bro. And I was, I was talking to somebody today. They were like, "Man, those receivers are fast." Yes, Hill and Waddle are no fast. shit. Probably the two fastest dudes in the league. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, and these dudes are playing them as if they're playing like the Patriots. Like, come on, it was it was ridiculous. So, I don't expect. Um, I'm hoping that the Ravens learned their lesson, and then also we'll find that Nelson Aguilar is not Waddle or Tyree I Hill. Say, I think it's
1: safe people. to say.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree easy.
1: with you. i take the Ravens, get the points. Uh, I felt pretty good about this next game before you gave all the stats about 0-2 teams, but the Cincinnati Bengals, really, let's be honest, their season's on the line. Uh, they cannot start 0-3. Uh, they were helped tremendously by the Ravens blowing that game versus the Dolphins. They're going to the Jets who, I mean, let's be honest, Jets have been frisky the first two weeks i can't believe joe flacco is like i guess having flashbacks to a super bowl run uh he's throwing 50 yard passes to every receiver under the sun um i'll be first to admit i was wrong about garrett wilson i was not as high on him as a lot of other people he has looked great uh but since he's got to win this i just i can't see that they're going to, to lose They lost to this team last year on the road uh, like yeah late in the season uh so I just – everything to me screams, Bengals roll. They need this. I'll give the four and a half all day. Uh, and if I'm wrong, the Bengals season is
0: done. I wouldn't say it's done at three. They just put themselves in a bind because the Broncos – Have you seen the not-
1: Ravers' schedule? The, ra- yeah, the difference but- in the schedule is pretty pretty yeah. substantial. Well,
0: saying, for that last wild card spot. Oh, that's fair. That's right. Yeah. I forgot that the one. Another- I haven't <laughs> looked that tight. Uh, yeah. The Titans and their division isn't all that great. You would have to have a little bit of concern about the Dolphins, but because you have an extra spot, if Justin hurt yeah, right. yeah, if his rib...
1: AFC West is going to beat the himself, crap yeah. out of each other, yeah. They still
0: they still kind of have you're a right. anyway, but you definitely, if they go down 0-3 uh, division-wise, they will be in trouble. Um, God. The Bengals are desperate, and they're good. Uh, teams that are good, like teams with talent like this, you typically expect to bounce back. Like I would, I would say they are too good to be 0-3, not only uh, outright, but against the spread. Let me ask you something real quick, too. Could you not, and I'm not making excuses for them,
1: but they had arguably the two worst matchups they could have the start of the year because two of the best pass rushers in the league are Micah Parson and T.J. Watt. And obviously Burrow has been under constant duress the first two weeks. Is it possible the offensive line isn't as bad as we think, and it's just been more bad matchups?
0: Nah, them motherfuckers bad, bro. Okay. They bad. They bad. Burrow holds onto the ball too long, and their play designs take too long to develop. Um, I don't know why they don't use Boyd more underneath and and, in shorter shorter frames. Right. He's he's get rid of it quick, right? Yeah. Yeah. Higgins Higgins is the guy that should stretch the field. And uh, Chase is your all-around guy. Like, he would be like the Odell Beckham. He could go underneath. He can go over top. He's your he's your key guy. He's not the issue. The issue is, is when people take him out of your game plan and he's not your first read, Burrow holds the ball too long waiting for him to get open when you've got talent like Higgins. You've got talent like uh, Boyd. you got Joe Mixon in the backfield, too. And there are times where they will use Mixon to block and he's not a good pass blocker instead of using him out as a threat in the passing game, it's just not—it's just not um, good game plans, honestly. On top of not understanding your personnel and not understanding that your quarterback is holding the ball too long, so d- design shorter plays. Yep. Do more three-step um, drops. Do no more idea. like when uh, last year when they when they. Started keeping him alive. They were using a lot of slants and things like that. He was making those quick first reads. When they, I think it was like the Jags game. They they were losing at half. They came out after halftime. They made that adjustment and they looked like a totally different team. They need to get back to that because people have caught on to what they're doing and they're not allowing these big plays anymore. And you you kinda have to you have to like constantly. Um, adjust in the NFL, yeah. yeah, yeah, evolve, and there are times where you just have to play the game the way that they want you to play it and beat them in that style. That's what Mahomes uh, struggles with at times, right? Yeah, or has when in the people past, play, yeah, deal. when people drop two or sit in that cover cover eight, basically, and <laughs> yeah. like tell them like, "Yo, you got if you're gonna throw it, you gotta throw it underneath." Uh, so yeah, Burrow's got to make that adjustment. I do have concerns with the fact that he gets hit so much. I have said that I don't think he'll make it through the season. He's already at 13 sacks in two games. He's on pace for over 100 sacks, not including QB hits, not including (sighs) the times where he runs the ball and he doesn't slide, but actually in the pocket taking a hit that counts for a sack. 13. That's insane. If he plays 16 games – in a season, he would still be over his 70 sacks that he uh, took last year. So um, there's got to be concerns. I'm sure they're going to make some kind of adjustment. This would be the week to do it. As it's, it's not my favorite play, but if I had to bet it, I'm going to take the Bengals. I'm going to lay the points. All right. The Eagles coming
1: off everybody thinking they're going to win the Super Bowl with their performance last night, a reminder against Kirk Cousin in a primetime game, are going to Washington. They're giving – Six and a half points. I think that's too much for a divisional game. I think yeah, that line's probably going to move to seven potentially, uh, because I just think people are going to look at, you know, Washington's an all world beater. Washington has been able to score points, which is the main reason I think that they're going to be able to cover this number. Uh, and I got to say, as much as I give them crap, Wince's look good this year. And I I like Washington's weapons, man. I really do. Dotson has another rookie receiver who has really impressed me that I was not high on. Obviously, they got scary Terry McLaurin. Uh, I hate what happened to Robinson Jr. because I think he would be a better back for this offense. And the most important thing is Curtis Samuel is still healthy. Until Curtis Samuel gets injured, which we know that's coming, I like Washington's offense. Uh, Six and a half to me is too much. I'm going to take Washington to cover.
0: Ew, I don't want to bet Washington. Uh, I think six and a half is a lot in that division because Murphy's law rules that division. <laughs> <laughs> Remember I've talked about that before. Literally, so, oh yeah, no, yeah. you're right. So six and a half is a lot. Uh I wouldn't I'm not gonna touch it. Um if if I'm if I were to bet it, I would uh take my points as much as I can get with the uh commandos. Uh stylistically, they should do a lot better at um Stopping the Jalen Hurts Runs um, I don't know about defensively What they can do with the With the Eagles but I will say That the Vikings gave the Eagles Receivers entirely too much space to Operate yep. with uh, last night and I don't Think I know what I know About Ron Rivera and, and his defensive Mindset that he ain't about That life of yep. allowing so much Space so I think they'll find windows will be tighter um, We'll see if Jalen Hurts Is truly developed as a, as a passer i think he has some upside that he's showing yeah, you now. were saying
1: before he came on you're really impressed with some of the yeah. throws he made
0: yeah so i'm um i'm optimistic that they'll win but not optimistic that they'll cover in the win so let me get the commandos too all
1: right the next game uh saints going to the oh and two carolina panthers uh the saints are giving three points i hope they both lose or tie Um uh, if you have to force me to get a pick, I think the Panthers are better in their 0 two record. I would take the points, but I really think this is going to be an ugly low scoring game.
0: Is um Is Lattimore suspended too, or was it just Yes. Aaron? Well, I don't know, actually. That's a good question. I only uh, saw I thought, Evans.
1: Well, actually I think you're right. Hold on, let me look it up real quick. Go ahead. Get, yeah. What do you think about it before that?
0: I I think that the Saints defense travels, I um I worry about. Yeah, he was not suspended. You're correct. <laughs> that's, that's funny. He's he's such a fucking instigator. <laughs> but um, I worry about my boy James turning the ball over. Um, he will find a little bit of pressure. Um, coming against him in this game, but again, Baker's not, not good, and the Saints' defense is pretty solid. Uh, it took it took a while. For the Bucks to, to figure it out and, and move the ball against them and a lot of that was self inflicted by the offense of the Saints. I think we see a lot of Taysom Hill um packages, and I think that the as much as I hate to, to lay the three in this spot, if I can get it Lord, if I can get it at two and a half, I'm going with the Saints. If it's three and a half, I might consider the Panthers because they do that late that late comeback shit. I don't they both lose.
1: Uh, speaking of surprises, not to me, but to a lot of people, the Jacksonville Jaguars, one-on-one one going to the chargers who are also one-on-one one. the Chargers Man, you want to talk about a dead crowd? Cause you know, Jacksonville fans don't travel. Yeah. There's no chargers fans ever at the end. It's always more of the opposing team. That's going to be an interesting crowd Sunday. Uh, I think this is way too many points. Uh, I mean, you could even argue seven is too much if Herbert wasn't injured. Um, I'm going to take the seven uh, because I think you, you said right that, I mean, Herbert is one hit away from being done for a considerable amount of time. I like what I've seen from the Jaguars uh, and Lawrence. The main thing is he's not really turning the ball over, which that's a big deal when you play a team like the Chargers. I think the Chargers find a way to win this game, but the Jaguars keep it close and cover.
0: Um. Let's see, fractured ribs, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's a risky injury to have as a quarterback. Then to still play, and you. The other Josh Allen will probably be visiting Justin Herbert at some point, <laughs> in the game. and so that that concerns me because keep I mean, him away. Fracture. I mean, they're gonna put they're gonna obviously put something you know around them but again, it just takes of a, a wrong. Not even a hit. It's the fall. That pressure. Right. The, and One if, big, if the rib, land on yeah, you or something the yeah. cracks or something like that is scary. Which means to me that the Chargers want to come back and pass as much, and they're not a good running team, no. uh, which is an issue. So I think seven, seven and a half. I, I'm I'm gonna take my points with the Jags. I'm a I'm a Jags guy. I think that the Chargers are still yeah susceptible to the run um, as well. And I think the Jags will go back to that same philosophy they used last week um, to basically run and and put Sunshine in spots where he can be effective. Because third and longs are killing some of these young guys yep. uh, with obvious passing downs, especially with teams that don't have fucking top-tier tackles. You're just setting them up to get beat mm-hmm. up or, or make errors. But if you keep it manageable... Then it makes it a lot easier for them, a lot easier for your offense to develop a rhythm, and you will find that it might not be pretty, but you'll actually win or be more competitive. It's mind blowing how that works. So, uh, <laughs> let me get the let me get the Jags points here. Maybe even maybe even an outright upset if Justin Herbert goes now. All right, so we got the L.A.
1: Rams going to the Arizona Cardinals. Both teams one and one. It's hard to believe after. Cardinals were down 24 uh, Sunday. The Rams are giving up three and a half. Man, the Rams have owned the Cardinals. I know that's a good bit of points for a division rivalry game, but and I know the Rams are struggling moving the ball. Falcons don't count. Uh, but I just, man, I, I can't see the Cardinals uh, keeping it close. They have, I mean, just make Kyler Murray look stupid. And until he gets DeAndre Hopkins back, uh, I don't trust them in just about any spot. As much as I hate it, I will give the points, take the Rams.
0: I don't want to take the Rams ever. They got to prove to me they can cover the spread, man. They they're 0 2 against the spread. Uh, I know this is a smaller version of of the last two spreads. Actually, not even because I think they were favored by like. They shouldn't have half been favored
1: versus Buffalo though. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: yeah, I know. That's fine. They they were 10 point favorites last week at home against the Falcons and didn't cover. I don't want any parts of them as three and a half on the road against the against the uh, Cardinals. I said Cardinals Falcons last week, but I don't want any parts of them three and a half here. I don't want any parts of Bed and Cliff Kingsbury either. But <laughs> if I had to pick again, I think I will take my points here. Collar late late uh, backdoor cover type deal. All right, I'll tell you who is
1: two and zero oh against the spread. My Atlanta Falcons. Unfortunately, they're zero oh and two. For their record, they are going to Seattle to play the Seahawks, who are one and one thanks to their win over Russell Bustle Wilson and his return. Uh, Seattle's giving up two points. As a fan, I want the Falcons to lose this game and continue losing games. I want to see Ritter, and I want them to either prove he can't play or he can, and I want us to lose a lot of games so we can get one of those QBs if we want to if for some reason Ritter can play. We trade and get a ton of draft picks, which that, that's a possibility. But I, I just have a feeling the Falcons are going to win here, even though they have a terrible history in Seattle. Uh, the last three games that I know of, they've lost in heartbreaking fashion uh, that have been in Seattle. But uh, I don't trust the Seahawks. I think that that was an emotional-type deal Week one uh, that that you know and they got lucky. I mean, Denver fumbled twice on the one yard line. I think you could make an argument that the Titans are the worst team in the AFC and the Seahawks may be the worst team in the NFC. So I'm going to take the Falcons money line, even though that's probably the kiss of death. Which is again going to be fine with me. I want them to lose all 17 games.
0: That's um, it's not a bad play. Um, Seahawks is not a good team. They're also. Without Jamal Adams, um, who on a bad defense is probably the second best player. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, not saying so much. Yeah, I know. Uh, or they're
1: paying him enough where he better be the second best my, player. <laughs> That's...
0: My concern here would just be the the Falcons coach saying what he said about Kyle Pitts. Like Don't get me how correct. can
1: you
0: win how can you win games if you're not gonna get get your your best player involved? Like, Why would you Maryland? pick him fourth if you're yeah, not gonna like, try to get him involved? Like London's getting 12, 13 targets a game. You can't get Kyle Pitts six, seven. Like that's just weird to me. So, um, slight lean to the Seahawks. Teddy Bridge or Teddy Bridge? Whoa, Geno Smith. Geno Smith isn't that bad, honestly. Wasn't that great on the road, but I feel like he would play better at home. And that home crowd is pretty damn good. Alright, oh, no, crowd's great. Yeah.
1: All right, this is a game I'm going to really need your help with because I have no idea. Green Bay is going to Tampa Bay. I'm really surprised at the line. Tampa's only favored by one and a half. You made the good point, though, and I forgot about this. Evans suspended. Obviously, no goblin. We don't know about Julio. But the Packers have not done a good job of stopping the run. Um, I wonder if we don't see a ton of Fournette. And, I mean, the Buccaneers' defense is for real, right?
0: I don't know. That's a hard question for me to answer. Um, who they played? They played the. They played, uh, they Cowboys played the Cowboys. With yeah, and then obviously and the Saints. Cowboys had an awful game plan. I don't. I'm not putting too much stock into that. And then and the Saints. Jameis is you know doing what Jameis do. Let's wait <laughs> to this game. If they contain Aaron Rodgers and they have a have a good game against Aaron Rodgers, then I'll say they're they're good. I think I think this this going against this caliber of quarterback, uh, who never gets excuses from me because he's that good. Um, if he has a bad game, then um, that would kind of signal that they are for real. Um, it's kind of weird, but I'm, I'm leaning Packers a little here. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. Just remind everyone
1: the Packers had a horrible loss to Jacksonville. It was 2020, right? Week one. And then yeah. they rolled for the next six, seven weeks. So don't look too much into the you know the week one loss. I just I, I can't figure it out. The line tells me that Vegas thinks
0: Green Bay is going to win. So uh, hear me out. I was okay. going to say, hear me out real quick. Packers front is pretty underrated on the defensive side of the ball. I think they're very underrated, actually. Their secondary has a guy in Alexander who can match up with. Anybody that the Buccaneers are gonna throw out there if Godwin and Evans are out this game. Evans obviously out, but if Godwin's out, Julio Jones ain't gonna play. Well, I've Godwin hurt. is probably out to like week five, six. Yeah, so so you're no Julio, no Evans, no Godwin. So we're gonna get a lot of Lenny,
1: which Scotty is far. Miller
0: and Jalen Yeah. Alexander can cover those guys, man. So let me I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and, and uh take, take my line? points with the Packers. Okay. Yeah, I would play the Packers money. I would play the Packers money line. I don't I don't think that's uh a bad fate.
1: All right, your Niners are going to Denver <laughs> uh on Sunday night. Two teams that have been a little disappointing earlier this year. Um I, I I hate for Trey what happened. I think it's just really a sad situation. Uh, I hope he gets well soon, but I do think Jimmy G in the interim is a better deal for the 49ers. Um, and as tough as Denver is to play and they're giving one and a half points. I think the Niners are going to win this game. Uh, I think that they're going to get back to, you know, doing what they do, which is run the ball. Jimmy G's not going to turn it over, but he's going to be able to throw enough to keep the defenses honest. And, um, uh, I, I want to see Denver prove something because to me so far, I mean hell, you lost to Seattle and you almost lost to the Texans. So I like the Niners. I think the front uh, four is going to get after Russell and he can't move like he used to. So I'm going to take the Niners. Get the points.
0: You can run on this this Broncos team. You always could, uh, honestly. So that does build well for the Niners. I hate Kyle Shanahan. I hate you for ruining. Our draft picks for picking this dude and not taking Justin Fields, for even considering Mac Jones. I just hate everything about it. And I hate you. So um, Niners, I'm going to go with them. I don't like anything about the Broncos coaching staff or Russell Wilson right now. I don't know if Judy's going to play. That would be an issue as well. We should get after them and we should be fine. But I will say, historically speaking, Russell Wilson has owned the Niners, but that was in seattle so hopefully things have changed in denver
1: i hope that they change their place too because i don't know if you saw the great stuff that was on um i believe it was on uh nfl films twitter handle the seattle players russell is still using the same hand signals mm-hmm. with the broncos and they were calling out his plays uh that's not very smart um mm. finally monday night the boys going to the Giants. Cowboys one and one, Giants two and zero. The Giants are giving up two and a half. I said before the season started, I thought the Giants are going to make the playoffs. There's always that one team that goes from four or five wins and gets in. I think they have an easy schedule. This game was originally a game that I thought they were going to lose, but without Dak, I think they find the way to win again. And if it stays at two and a half, I'll take the Giants. Give the points.
0: I'm going to take the Giants because I don't like McCarthy. I don't know if the Giants are better than the Cowboys, even with Cooper Rush, but I just feel like this game is going to come down to coaches making uh, tough decisions, and I don't like McCarthy at all. All right, we made it through, buddy. Week three. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yep, yeah, week three, a uh, lot of helpful information. Um, I'm going to share this in the group. Um, I would say All Stars would get it first, but. I might as well just put it in the entire group because we actually have a super contest going in the IB IBN group. Uh it's like a hundred dollar buy in. Um uh, so, uh, we're actually starting it this week. So oh, okay. we'll we'll see. Um but Corey's gonna is, take all y'all's money, isn't he? Nah I don't know what Corey's doing. I <laughs> Uh there's a there's a joke about Corey that John Washington made that I'm not gonna repeat on air, but <laughs> I'll just say I don't know what Corey's doing. That's my gato. Um also he's still sharp. I'm not I'm definitely not doubting that. Even if he's not as active as he used to be, he still knows. So um yeah, so this is good information for people to use. Uh like I said, lines change. Lines will change. So get in where you can. Uh I just did two super contests um I'll give you my picks for the for the one that I'm not doing too well in. I took the Niners to cover the Packers, the Jags, the Ravens, the Raiders. Uh in my uh main one, my main entry, I've got the Ravens, the Raiders, the Jags, the Texans, and the Packers right now. So consensus between the Ravens, the Raiders, and the Packers, uh and the Jags. So you, you see me using those a lot. So um teams that I think will win outright Uh, I'm always about taking the point. Wow, and I've enjoyed it. It's good to be back. Yeah, man. And so uh, we will go ahead and sign off. Uh, Like always, subscribe, share, let us know uh, what you think. And uh, we'll be back next week.
1: Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk talk. Here comes the money.